put it all together, set up for success, Sharon Horn Elstrom here, with what will be our current final lesson learned or our life lesson shared as we prepare for the next 30-day Get Up and Go Challenge, which starts tomorrow, yay! And I'm really excited about it because I'm doing some really different things this time as we go through the 30-day challenge. I love 30-day challenges. They give us time to actually really work through some powerful things that are guaranteed to make sure that we're better off after we do the challenge than before we decided to, to hop in and do the challenge. I do my challenges right along with you because I know how powerful it is to be continually improving and growing and trying out and testing the things that I share. I, I wouldn't share them if I wasn't doing them myself. It's kind of like asking people to do something in a job or in an organization or in a relationship that you're not willing to do yourself. I don't ask people to do things that I'm not willing to do myself. So how do we put it all together or pull it all together, whatever uh, word you use to describe it? Um, stuff happens to us all the time, right? Things change all the time. What we do with it is what really matters. But outside of us, things are always happening uh, that many of which we can not control, right? Look at COVID-19. Talk about a wake-up call for all of us in terms of understanding the impact that outside influences and outside forces can have on our life in such a dramatic way. So how do we take the things that happen to us and either make them lessons learned or opportunities lost? How do we be the example of how to behave in times of change or the warning of how not to behave in times of change. So listening to Tony Robbins yesterday, and he was talking about breakthroughs. And a breakthrough is a moment in time when the impossible becomes possible. How does that happen? It's by us making a decision or a choice. That's the only thing. The only thing that causes a breakthrough is when we personally say yes, or commit to a change, or make a decision, or make a choice. So how do we go about doing that? You know, when you have an experience, um, and, and again, we're always experiencing things all the time. For example, it's storming and the weather's bad outside. If I had a picnic plan today, I would have to change my plans or, or plan something differently because the weather has changed. It's outside my control. It's outside my influence. There's nothing I could do about the weather except change how I'm going to respond to it. So how do we do that? It's a really simple process, right? It's like a, a five or six step process. Number one, we have to become aware or notice that a change it's either happened or happening or imminently probably going to happen, right? We have to be aware of it. So often, that, you know, we, we filter out more than we ever could possibly handle or let into our lives. So it has to be a change that's significant enough that we are aware of it. We actually notice that it's happening. Then we have to ask ourselves, I like to take stock and hopefully take a deep breath and say, all right, well, what's my initial gut reaction to this change or this situation? What, what, is, what are my feelings? What am I feeling? And how strongly am I feeling that? If I'm feeling a guttural, negative, horrible, dire response like this is the end of the world, that's probably a 10 in terms of, of how strongly I'm feeling it, or a 9. And... Um, it, it's it's negative or positive, right? Is it a negative thing or is it positive? And then how strong is that negative or positive pull to me? Because that's going to determine how quickly I need to come up with a solution or take action or react to it. But I want to control and manage that reaction. I don't want it to just come flying out of me. Have you ever had somebody insult you and then you automatically spout something off back and you're like, oh, that was stupid. And you're, a couple minutes later, you're thinking of all the things that you could have said that would have been a better comeback than the thing that you said. Well, we want to take the time, give ourselves the gift of the time to actually consider how we want to respond. So we want to, number one, become aware of it. Number two, 
tap into and figure out, you know, take a little inventory of how are we feeling, positive or negative, and how strongly are we feeling positive or negative. You know, we talked about the emotional guidance system a few days ago and that we have all these feelings and these emotions we can choose from. Well, where are we on that scale? Are we moving, you know, up or down? And do we want to move? We always want to move up, right? We always want to feel better and lighter. So the third thing that we're going to do, the third step we're going to take is we're going to brainstorm possible responses to the situation, right? Um, and I'll walk us through a quick example of this when I'm done going through the steps. Um, we're going to come up with, and I say, you got to brainstorm at least three things. Whenever we are in, in the past, whenever we are looking at alternatives in, in business, in my business life and in my personal life, everybody, we as humans naturally go to black or white, this or that. We live in a polar universe, so we're always looking at the opposite, and we're looking at the opposite extremes. We're not looking at what's really probably going to happen or what is the best choices in the middle. We're looking at the, the edges, right? It's kind of like politics in America right now. They're just looking at the edges and the fringe. We're not looking at all the places and all the common ground that we actually have. So we want to brainstorm at least three possibilities. I say 10 or more possible ways you could respond. You know, there's always you could do nothing. There's always you could do a positive thing or a negative thing. And there's always a, a, a millions, if not you know, hundreds or thousands or millions of possible options in between. But we want to brainstorm some of them so we have more things to choose from than the two extremes. Then we want to pick an action. We want to pick the action that makes the most sense for us right now. And maybe it's make a phone call. Maybe it's maybe it's do nothing and give yourself some more time. Maybe it's go do some research. Whatever it is, we want to pick something and then immediately take action to the thing that we decided we're going to pick or do or move toward. We want to notice what's the result of that action. Does it move us? Does it make us feel better and move us toward what we want, or does it make us feel worse and move us away from it? If it does, we're going to do something else to continue to try to make us feel better and respond in ways that give us the result that we want. And then we're going to just keep repeating the process until we've dealt with the situation at hand. And guess what? As soon as we're done or even in the middle of that, something else is going to come up that we have to go through the same process as. So let's go through an example of this. Let's say, Len, let's use COVID since it's a top of mind for everybody. And it's a recent experience, whether you're coming out of it or just heading, you know, in getting more and more challenges in your area. It's different for each of us. But let's talk about a COVID-19 example. COVID-19, you get let go from your job. You're furloughed, laid off, fired, whatever they call it, it all feels the same, right? Whether I'm laid off, let go, fired, downsized, right-sized, whatever they call it, when you're let go from your job, you have your job today and you don't have it tomorrow, it all feels the same inside, right? It all feels pretty bad. So you're aware, your, your boss tells you, sorry, we're letting you all go because of COVID-19. So what's your first initial gut reaction? What's your gut reaction to that? It depends on your personal situation, right? If you have a side business or something going on and you have another source of income, maybe it's not as strong a negative emotional or fear-based or frightening event for you because you know that you're going to eat, you're going to be able to pay your rent, you're going to be able to, you know, function throughout the time period, no matter, no matter how long it's going to be. Now, initially, you know, it was, okay, we're going to be shut down for two weeks. Then it was a month. Then it was months. And here we are. Some things, it depends on where you are, what is or is not going on in your area. We're in an area, I'm in an area now where kids are going to school. Um, yep, they're wearing masks and they're doing things differently, way differently. They're doing, you know, separation. They're doing oh, so many things differently, but they're 
returning to some sort of social interaction and normalcy. Uh, the businesses are open at a certain capacity with all kinds of stipulations and rules and regulations. You know, it, I live in a masked state, so if you go out in public, with the exception of walking outdoors, because I do not wear a mask walking outdoors because I would uh, not be able to breathe very well, but uh, we're doing what we have to do to, to make things function in our area. So what are all, how strongly do you feel about that? Do you, do you feel that you're, you know, the black or white thing, hey, I lost my job, I'm screwed, my family's gonna starve, I don't know what we're gonna do, we're gonna lose our house, you're in that doom and gloom mode, or, you know, where are you on that scale, positive or negative, and how intensely are you feeling about that? Uh, you know, the first time I lost my job, I was devastated, I was feeling negative and I thought it was the end of the world. The, by the fourth or fifth time I'd been let go in corporate America, I was like, yeah, okay, thanks, I'm gonna go do something else. Or, yeah, no big deal, because I've been here, I've been, I've been through this before, company had sold, I did not take it personally. In the beginning, when stuff changes, you tend to take it personally, but after you've been through a similar experience a few times, it, it just is like, it is what it is, okay, I get it, I understand the reasoning for it, I wish it wasn't me, but it was, so how am I gonna deal with it? And you start brainstorming what are the possible alternatives? Well, do I have another source of income? Can I create another source of income? Can I get unemployment? Is there any assistance or help I can get? Do I have family members or people that can help? Did my significant other or someone else lose their job too? What's my situation? And then brainstorm all the possible ways of dealing with it. Then pick one of those things. Say you're going to file for unemployment. Get on the computer, because you do it on the computer these days, and figure out and go through the process of filing for unemployment. And then also, you know, then what's the next thing? So you do that, you successfully get start unemployment coming in, but then what's your next thing? What is the next thing you're gonna do? We're gonna note the results. Yes, you got unemployment, go forward with that. Well, now what's the next thing you're gonna do? Or no, you didn't get unemployment. Well, what is what are other possible alternatives? What are other things that you could do to find a source of income? And then pick the next thing. Note the results, repeat the process until you've gotten to the point with the situation that you feel positive about it, that you're okay with it, that you know you're going to be okay no matter what happens. So I hope that helped. I hope that was a good example. That's an example of how we put it all together, how we deal with all the lessons that life throws at us and how we use them to continually improve and to lead a better life, to have a better, happier life, and to have a better experience in our life. Because that's what our lives are all about. Experiencing this journey as you and I can uniquely only do it because it's it's our experience. And things feel personal because they are personal. They're about our life. So when people say, oh, don't take it personally, it's kind of like telling somebody not to be upset. And, and I'm so guilty of that. I always I hate when my kids are upset. I'm always telling them, Oh, don't be upset. Don't have your feelings be hurt. But that's the last thing they want to hear when they're upset and their feelings hurt. Same thing with uh, any any of these things, any of the emotions that we feel. All right, that is it. I will see you tomorrow at the right here Get Up and Go Challenge page, 11 a.m. Central Standard Time for our 30-day Get Up and Go Challenge. Have an amazing day. If I can help you in any way, ask in the comments below. Otherwise, I will be with you tomorrow.